93.1 FM. 70,000 watts of gospel power. Power beaming on the blue mountains of Mississippi and the flat plains of West Texas and the beaches and bayous of Louisiana. K-A-Y-T 88.1 FM. Praise the Lord, everyone. I am Davis Bill, Senior Presiding Bishop of Victory Temple, Victory Christian Outreach Center Ministry. Victory Temple conducts Wednesday night Bible classes at 6.30 p.m. Also, Sunday service, Sunday school at 10 a.m. Midday services at 12 noon. We like to send a shout out to all the supported ministries. Pastor Meredith of Christian Faith. Church, Mickey Gillen Road in Faraday, Louisiana. To contact that ministry, you can call 318-757-0800. Pastor Hilton Williams, Bible Way Pentecostal Church, MLK Drive in the city of Melville, Louisiana. To contact them, 318-776-6601. And also, Pastor Henry Sanifus, Apostolic Temple Truth in Dublin, Louisiana. Please contact them at 318-371-1824. We're excited about you coming out and worshiping with us. In Jesus' name. If you are looking for a quality daycare facility in a Christian environment, then consider Victory Daycare Center. Victory Daycare is a Class A licensed facility located in Colfax, Louisiana. For more information, contact Sharon K. Beal, Director at 318-627-2992 or 318-542-2303. If anyone is in need of prayer, you can contact Bishop David Beal by email at lowercasepb at bcoc1.org or by phone at 318-627-2992. All listeners interested in being a supported partner of this ministry can send contributions of any amount to Victory Temple, P.O. Box 341, Colfax, Louisiana, 71417. Victory Temple and Victory Christian Outreach Center is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and all donations are tax-deductible. Well, praise the Lord, everyone. God is a good God again today. I'm excited to come into your house, in your car, on your job, or wherever you may be. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Praise God. You know, I'm always excited, amen, to come over the airways to pray with you, to expound in the Word of God for today. It is an exciting thing to know that Jesus is still alive and that Jesus is still saving and making people whole in his mighty name. You know, I was was just thinking about tomorrow, 10 a.m. Sunday school. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, thinking about the high noon service that we're looking forward to having tomorrow at 12 o'clock. I call it high noon. But also on last night, amen, at 1015 Main Street, when the evangelist was preaching, amen, and talked about hooked on Jesus, which is a stirring message, how that is important for you and I to be hooked on Jesus. Amen, praise the Lord. People allow themselves to be hooked to every other aspect 
uh, attribute, amen, uh, characters uh, or image that is in this world except for being hooked on Jesus. It is very important. It is very important that we learn how to give ourselves to God. And today, my friend, I want to just, amen, speak on that just a little bit from the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, and verse number 12. Amen. Paul, the apostle, is the writer of this epistle. As I take uh, the 12th chapter, verse number 1, I'm going to dissect verse number 1. I'm going to focus on that particular verse, amen, about how God is calling us to present our bodies, amen, to him. And I want to actually focus on the church because in this hour, it is important that the church realize that we must summarize all that God has accomplished for the believer, amen, in the justifying the believer and enable the believer to live a righteous life. This is important. This is important that we stop and listen and learn what the Lord has done for the believer. Amen. Praise God. And this is why Paul said in Romans 1, I mean 12 and 1, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, I beseech, Paul, the word beseech, you know as well as I do, that it seems that Paul moved to a begging, amen, a begging statement. Uh, not that uh, he is in the move of begging somebody to be saved, but he was in the move of explaining the seriousness, the seriousness of what Jesus have done, amen, to give you and I the opportunity to be saved and that our bodies, amen, was not, amen, created for any old thing and that we should abuse it, amen, in any kind of way because it is vitally important that we come into the knowledge of knowing why we are here on this earth. So he, he's saying to justify the believer, enable the believer to live a righteous life, not to take this, this body that God had created to be able to be a stationary place where God himself would dwell in that we would take it and use it for any old thing to defile it to where you say, I put God out. It's like 
it's like when I, I want to take this. It's like when that drug user take that needle and push it into that vein that God created. Amen. So he defiles that vein. He defiles that bloodstream. He defiles the very vessels that God has created, amen, for him to be able to have life through because in the blood is life. The vein is a conduit to the organs that keep life in this body. And Paul is saying it is so important. It is so important. It is so important that we understand, yeah, good, that we understand the importance, amen, praise the Lord, the importance of this body, this salvation, this suffering that Jesus did before he even got on the cross, he suffered because many rejected. His plan of salvation. Many rejected the message of repentance. Many rejected being saved. Many rejected owning the message of repentance. Amen. Many rejected the 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 presentation of uh, of the release uh, of things that. Uh, condemn the body. I, I remember Mark, uh, Jesus was speaking in that particular book as he was speaking uh, to all at once. Amen. Praise the Lord. Something happened now. They start talking as the Pharisees begin to, to talk about the vessels. That's right. They they begin to talk about the vessels as they begin to cleanse their hand before they eat and and, and what have you. And, and they were more concerned about the outside instead of the inside because Jesus understood that this 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 image, this body that was created, this body that was created was created for the use of God. And, and, and the disciples amen, uh, uh, was, was, was looking in, and they said, as the Pharisee says to them, why you transgress the commandments of the elders? And, and you and your master, and, and they were not washing their hands. Amen. Amen. They had to have their hands clean. They had to have the vessels clean, and all this stuff had to be clean before they ate. And Jesus explained to his believers, to his followers, to his disciples. Amen. He explained to them. He says, "It's not what goes into, Amen, the man, Amen, body that defiles, but what what comes out of it." So here's the picture. Here's the picture. Paul was concerned about our bodies being a living sacrifice to God, set apart for God's use so that whatever come out of us will come out 
in the form of a godly manner, not a corrupt manner. But Jesus spake and he started naming these different things that comes out of the defiled body. He knew that amen, the man body was defiled by sin and that the body that God wanted was a body that was created in holiness and righteousness that which was from the beginning until the fall of man. And, and if we're going to serve the true and living God, if we're going to serve him, we're going to have to understand the depths and the revelation knowledge of why we must present our bodies a living sacrifice unto God. Because our bodies is instruments instruments that God uses to carry his word to 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 present himself in a presentation to one soul the body is a very important function amen because without it that's no uh that's no Really, no, no activity. Uh, it is just dead without God's spirit and without a body. There's no existence for the spirit of God to dwell in. Now, if you notice, my friend, the devil is busy. Uh, not only has he's a roaring lion, but he's got a lot of people bodies just messed up. I mean, just messed up. Amen. And, and notice how that sin messes up an individual body. It messes that body up to where it takes chemicals to keep that body functioning. You know, I was listening the other day at how this particular patch uh, uh, that scientists have created to take people off of cigarettes. And, you know, with the smoking of cigarettes, it already condemns your lungs, your bloodstream, your brain. Amen. It just defiles you as a whole. Uh, and uh, I was listening that, that they created this chemical to attack another chemical. But the, the, the chemical of the cigarette that the individual had to take to stop smoking has more side effects, y'all ain't helping me, than what the cigarette have. So so the cigarette already gonna cause cancer. And here the 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 the, the medicine to to chase the, you to stop from smoking has more uh deadly side effects that can cause your liver to set down, your 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 brain to be fried and and, and you to receive uh cancer all over again. So Paul is, is trying to let the church know that we need to abstain from the pleasures of sin and allow the Spirit of God to heal us so that our bodies can be presented to God as a living sacrifice. This is what, this is what Jesus came for. And the cross, the cross, would not be 
amen, a non-effect, but it'll have a serious effect upon not only our lives, but you got to realize upon your generations. And this is why we're dissecting this particular verse here today because man body is the physical image of God. And God created it and made it from the dirt of the ground. God made this body to dwell in and to communicate with mankind. That's, that's why you hear. Some folk don't know why, why they're here. They think, some folk think they just here to just party. And when you die, you're going to party your way into heaven. It don't work like that. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Uh, you're going to have to turn from sin. Now, I know some of you say, well, you don't never preach nothing good. You're, you're always talking about uh, uh, the way somebody living. Well, if you preach the gospel, the gospel going to clean you up. Paul says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of God, for it's the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. For the preaching of the gospel is foolishness to them that believe not. But unto us that believe, oh, help me here, Holy Ghost. I said, unto us that believe, it is the power. Did you hear that? The power of God unto salvation. That's, this is what it's all about. Jesus came to give us salvation, meaning to be free, to be free from sin, free. And long as you present your body to sin, you're not free. And let me tell you something, my friend. You don't get free going to church every Sunday. You don't get free going to church on New Year's. Y'all ain't helping me. You don't get free, amen, because you got a problem and you just go to church to get prayed for and still continue in the same way. You got to turn, my friend. Turn, turn, turn from your wicked ways. I like what David said as he, as he uh, beseeched the Lord for eternal presence and the power of God. David explained to the Lord in Psalms 139, he said, O oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Now this is powerful. This is powerful. He said, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. Huh, glory to God. That's why he said that in, in Psalms, I believe it's 51, he says, I acknowledge my sin because they ever before me. And he said also there to the Lord because he wanted to come clean with God. He realized that all the things he did was against God, but he wanted to come clean. He said, create in me a clean heart. Because he realized in his heart that he could not give himself to God. He said, create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit in me. Watch me thoroughly. Purge me. Watch me with hip soap. I'm, I'm coming to realization 
that not only God knows you, but God created you for his glory. That's where I want to be. I want to be in the glory. You know, I'm not just preaching for popularity. I'm preaching to see change because the gospel changes us. And if we can't sit and hear the gospel and learn why we hear we're going to go through life, through life, amen, dead twice, dead while you're on earth, and dead in judgment. But there's a way out. Glory be to God. I say there's a way out. Your body is a temple of God. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Stop marking it up. Stop piercing it up. Because every mark you put on it, you sign on a demon. Every pierce in your lip, in your ear, in your nose, in your eye, on your belly button, on your, mm, thank you, Lord. Amen. Wherever it's at is a sign that you are bound by some type of desire or spirit that's other than God. Listen at this. David said, you know, my downsetting mm -hmm. and my mind, my, my uprising, to understand my thoughts are far off. But the thing that I love about this particular passage of scripture in this division of Psalm 139 is verse number 12. He said, yea, the darkness had not formed thee. Listen at this. He said, yet darkness had it not from thee. He said, darkness don't even hide from you. But the night shined as a daylight and darkness <laughs> and light are both alike to thee. So there's nothing that you can do in your body and justify it and say that God, I'm not doing it, that God don't see. So whatever is in darkness it's just like light to God because he see everything and he know everything. I'm trying to help us. I'm trying to help us. It is ironic how that my New Year's message was, amen, be honest with God. Before one can become honest, with God, one must be honest with themselves. When you're honest with yourself, you can line up with instructions. You can line up with instructions. You can line up with the word of God. Because, you know, I was thinking before I finished reading in Psalms, my spirit went to Proverbs, amen, one, and verse number five, 
it says a man, a wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attend unto wise counsel. Why? Because he wants out of the darkness. He wants out of the thing that is hindering him from being who he is or what he's supposed to become in this life. He wants out of darkness. Darkness is sin. And any time an individual is sinning, they in darkness. And they can't see where they're going. They don't know where they're going. But as the writer said to God, he says, Amen, I want to increase in knowledge. I want to increase in understanding. And, you know, I noticed, too, that a lot of people say they love God, but they can't stand godly instructions. They can't stand being corrected. They are angry. They are angry after correction. They despise chastisement from the word from the leaders of God. See, God did not give his leaders to be blind to what's in the congregation. He gave them a light to see an anointing, the discerning, to see through sin. See, we don't want nobody to preach against sin. People, you are so immune to hell that you don't want to be corrected by God's word. And when people don't want to be corrected, whether they made the wrong decision and they cannot see that the decisions they're making is constantly hurting them, constantly dragging them through the mud, they're jumping from one place to the other, they, they, they have no understanding, and they can't, they're so blind in the darkness that they cannot see help when help is sent to them by God. Anybody that's trying to help you is going to tell you the truth. And I know that the truth hurt because we're not condemning you. We're not condemning you. We're just turning a stronger light on in your situation and saying what you're doing to yourself is not good for you and is not pleasing to God. And this is the reason why you're continuing down the same road. This is why you're still bound. This is why you're still in bondage. This is why you're still by yourself. This is why you can't make right decisions. This is why you need help. This is why you so turned around and mixed up. This is why you hadn't been married yet. This is why you can't keep a husband. This is why you can't keep a wife. This is why you can't keep a job. This is why you're aching and painting. This is why nobody else can be around you. This is why you won't receive instruction. Because 
You're so far in darkness. Tell can't nobody straighten you out. And this is a funny thing. People that's in darkness, they don't want to hear from what God has anointed to instruct you and to teach you. They say themselves, oh, I can hear from God for myself. Well, if you're hearing from God, why are you still in the same situation? <laughs> why you still have the same problems? Why you still can't submit? Why you still have problems with right instructions? I'm getting ready to go to the top of the hour. Amen, praise God. And we're going to come back after the top of the hour, expound a little bit, and then we're going to pray for you. God bless you in Jesus' name. This is radio station K-A-Y-T, Gina Alexandria, 88.1. Gospel Radio, serving all of Senla at 88.1. If you are looking for a quality daycare facility in a Christian environment, then consider Victory Daycare Center. Victory Daycare